What is going on, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of East Coast Avengers. My name is JT, and I am all alone tonight. Uh, the rest of the guys are busy doing other things, not really caring about myself. No, I'm just kidding. They, they care about me. Um, but they are out doing other things. And so, of course, I'm holding down the fort on my own. However, uh, I do have two really good friends that I have uh, I've enjoyed their company in the last couple of months of getting to know them. Um, we, we play Fortnite together. We play Marvel's Avengers together. We have a good old time on, <laughs> on just chatting about different random things. Um, stuff that I can't really say on the podcast, but if you know, you know. Um, but I'm here with Sean from the Caption Life podcast and the one and only Steven, the great artist. I'm pretty sure you've all seen his work. So gentlemen, welcome uh, to y'all's very first East Coast Avengers podcast. How are y'all doing tonight? Oi! <laughs> Oi! <laughs> Oi! You're gonna laugh. Yeah. <laughs> For those who were listening, if you remember, <laughs> if you remember, if you remember last week, Stephen jumped in our stream uh, and said, "Hey," and I told him very politely to please leave. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if he did or not, but uh, but yes, Sean, go ahead and kick things off. Uh, introduce yourself. Tell us what you're all about and uh, where we can follow uh, your podcast at. Yep, I am Sean Winningham. I am the host of the Caption Life podcast and been doing that for a few years and um, also work with uh, Nerd Initiative as well. And you can find me on most of the social medias under the username Captioned Life. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, I, I should mention that all three of us are a part of the Nerd Initiative. Yes. Um, so it's very cool, very, uh, very fun group to be around. Uh, some awesome people. Uh, if you know what we're talking about. Um, and uh, so, yeah, very, very, very interesting uh, pieces of work that we put out there. I'll say that. So um, and then I guess we'll, we'll, we'll go with, on to our news and notes unless I'm forgetting some. Oh, Stephen, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us uh, all about what you do and where we can find your stuff at. Uh, I'm Stephen and I'm a freelance digital artist and you can find me on pretty much every social media platform under the name Strange SJP. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, y'all have seen a lot of his work, uh, especially the Spider-Man one that like blew up times 10. Um, he just recently put out a uh, Batgirl one uh, for the unfortunate news about Batgirl. Um, mm. And so his work is very, is very good. Um uh, and, and I absolutely love every time he drops a piece. Um, another little bit before we jump into the news and notes for tonight, uh, both Sean and Steven uh, will be joining me and all of us at East Coast Avengers, and they will be coming down to the Memphis Comic Expo. Yes. Um, that will be happening Excited. in September, uh, the 24th and 25th, I believe. Uh, I get I get my dates mixed up all the time, but it's in September, more you can go on their website uh, and find, you know, find out the panel and stuff because we will be moderating those panels and stuff. So I do believe that um, Sean, myself, Stephen, Madison, my wife, and I don't know about Damien, but uh, I know us four are going to be doing a group cosplay. Uh, I won't I won't tell you guys what it is. You're just going to have to either come to Memphis Comic Expo or you're going to have to wait until September when pictures and videos drop. But I'll let you guys know. That bro, no it's so good, bro. It's bro, so it's good. amazing. <laughs> it's, it's amazing, bro. 
Um, but in, unless y'all have anything else to add, we will jump into our Marvel news. Y'all have anything else? No, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Let's do this. Let's do All it. All righty. Let's go ahead and jump into our Marvel news. So, gentlemen, I don't know if you uh, keep up with your morning news, um, but Pat Oswalt was recently interviewed on like one of those morning Good Morning America shows. I don't know exactly what it was, um, but he basically just dropped the ball that uh, they will be uh, making and are in production of the Eternals 2, or I'm sorry, Eternals 2. I shouldn't put the V in front of it. They dropped it a while ago. So Eternals 2 is apparently in the works. Um, Patton Oswalt himself, who did play uh, Pip the Magic Troll in the movie at the end credit scene um, with uh, Harry Styles as Star Fox, uh, he did he did confirm it, and it's the same cast and crew and director and everything. So, what do you guys think about that? We're getting Eternals two. Apparently, nothing has been confirmed on Marvel's side, but I'm pretty sure Patton Oswalt is one of those guys that, like, if he says something, you're you're going to be like, oh, okay. It kind of just it kind of just slid out. Like, it was just kind of like, okay, it's there. Mm-hmm. Sean, would you like to go? Oh, I can go. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there no, we go, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's it's interesting because, I mean, it's it, it almost seems like there's nothing, there's been no follow-up after he said that, right? Like, usually, like what we've had with the Rosario Dawson situation when – right. He said Punisher is coming back. Then she's like, oh, you know, I guess that's what you get for listening to a fan or whatever. Yeah, um, exactly. He didn't try to, you know, step back. It seems like Marvel hasn't said anything. So I think the fact that nothing's being said after that means that there's at least some truth to it. Um, but I'm really interested to see how it all comes together if they do Eternals 2 and what the angle will be, because when you look at Eternals versus everything else that's been happening in the MCU, it's kind of its own thing almost, even though it's, you know, it's all the events that we've seen happen has happened on earth. So it'll be interesting to see how their roles are going to come into what we're going to expect to see in King dynasty and secret Wars. So, um, yeah, so it'll be really interesting, but I think the fact that, uh, nothing. There's been no kind of follow up or clarification or anything that's been said because that was said like what a few days ago. Yeah, it was. It was either you know close to a week ago. You know. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't like last month or whatever. It was. It was just recent. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the fact that no one has said anything makes me think that there's probably some truth to it. So. Right. Right. And I. I, I mean, we all know that D23 is coming up in the next month. So I'm almost positive that they were like, yeah that's fine that you leaked it, but we'll, we'll make a, a bigger announcement at this next event that we're going to have. Steven, do you have any uh, thoughts on Eternals 2? Um, I think I, I agree with Sean. I'm just really curious to see what their story would be for the second movie. I, and I think I really want to know is where would this fit in? I, Cause I'm assuming it's going to be probably phase five. Right. I'm, just, I'm sure that's one of the eight projects that have yet to be uh, announced and given a proper date. But I'm also curious to see if there's anybody from other movies that we've seen or will come out soon that are going to be in it. Like, I'm curious to see if Namor will play a certain part in the sequel to this. Right. Yeah, I I almost kind of feel like it's going to be a, um, you know, the same the same idea that we have. Obviously, we, we are going to probably see uh, Dane Whitman as Black Knight in this one, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Um 
and then we're probably going to see Star Fox and Pip and the rest of the Eternals tribe to go and rescue Cersei and Fastos and I can't remember the other ones that got captured, but uh, Kingo and all them. They're going to have to go find them and uh, mm-hmm. uh, and rescue them, and that's basically going to be the uh, the big plot of the movie. I I, I hope because mm-hmm. I mean the heat, you know, Arisham did kind of just grab him out of nowhere and just took him uh you gotta you gotta answer that um i know that us three talk about it you know kind of on the side but uh the big celestial that is in the water i know that that's been a topic of why has it you know why hasn't it been addressed and where is it going to go and stuff and i i recently watched eternals and they did throw a Marvel does a really good job at doing one liners. And once they say it, it's like, okay, there's where it's going. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember, um, but in the movie, when all the Eternals are asked at Fastos um, like house or whatever, he mentions to them or they're watching TV and on the newscast, it says that a rock formation just formed out of the ocean. Mm-hmm. And that was it. So there's your answer. <laughs> there it is. Um, I will say that I think a really good idea to kind of further this is make that the Avengers, you know, headquarters moving forward. Um, I know what happened in the comics and I know what's happened in a couple other, you know, places, but I think that would be, that'd be awesome in my opinion. I think that'd be super cool. I think it would make it in a way to make the MCU feel like it, it feels grounded as, as it is already. Like mm-hmm. they do a really good job of really tying these street level heroes and some of these cosmic heroes to like make it kind of real. And I think making that celestial head and hand a base would make it feel so like comic booky right. that mm-hmm. the MCU can kind of stretch out and do things that are a little bit more different than what they've gotten away with. Right. Exactly. Well, exactly. in in Guardians of the Galaxy, they kind of did that already with Nowhere, Nowhere. and how yeah. you know the Collector and. There's pretty much a city inside the, you know, the decapitated head of the yeah, celestial there, right? True. So, um, yeah, I think it'd just be, yeah, I, I think it would just be interesting just to kind of see where they go with that because, you know, with, with, with Thor having come out and we're getting, you know, Zeus and Hercules, and it seems like there's going to be more of the deities coming into play and, um we know that we're going to get mutants coming in and now we have you know the celestials with the eternals and everything seems like there's a lot of uh more cosmic things is coming to play better um not better but a lot more than what we had with um the affinity saga so it'd just be really interesting to see how they're adapting all this and how they're going to fit all together or if it's going to be like you know these are three separate things that just kind of comes at the end of this final battle um to to connect them all so Absolutely. Well, we are going to move on to some updates that we have. Uh, we all saw the Black Panther trailer and we got to see our very first uh, movie adaptation of Riri Williams. Uh, for those who don't know, Riri is the Ironheart or she will be playing Ironheart in uh, Black Panther uh, Wakanda Forever. And then she will get her own Disney Plus show. And we have some updates from those shows. We got some leaks, uh, some I, I wouldn't say leaks because I've Leaks are a very strong word because I feel like these are posted to get people talking about it. Um, but we did get to see her uh, her suit. Um, and then we got to see the villain of the show, uh, Red Hood, uh, played by Anthony Ramos. I believe that's his name um, from In the Heights and Hamilton and all those other musicals. 
Um, but some updates that we have. Uh, the show will have crazy supernatural elements. Uh, the show will all be all about the concept of magic versus tech. And Riri will have more than one suit. And one that I uh, overheard just recently while scrolling through Twitter was uh, the hood, which is uh, Anthony Ramos's character. Uh, he will be kind of like a puppet to a bigger villain, which will be none other than Agatha Harkness. Um, do y'all have any thoughts on that? Or y'all just kind of like, hey, we're here for the ride? Or uh, how does how does this show uh, feel like it's going for you guys? I'm but, I'm pretty oh I'm sorry Sean you can go. no go ahead go ahead go ahead I'm excited I'm cautiously excited for it I okay. thought right after Endgame I think it may have been a year after Endgame when they announced Ironheart was coming mm -hmm. I was like man like they just killed my boy Iron Man <laughs> like I feel like that should wait at least one more phase away or another phase away like it's just it feels too soon especially with Armor Wars so I feel like those will have to play together hand in hand to really see Maybe Rhodey comes into Ironheart, or who knows, Riri's in Armor Wars. But I'm 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 cautiously excited for it, and I think that whole magic versus tech idea is so crazy. And I know Marvel's going to pull it off in such a way that's just going to make me want more of that kind of um, special side of the MCU because we have like the cosmic, the ground level, and this is where like we're just butting heads. And right. I'm really excited to see where that goes. Exactly. Uh, Sean, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, so I'll say that I don't know much about Ironheart Harley at all because I haven't read any of the comics from uh, that series or anything. So I'm going into the show with a clean slate of like not knowing anything other than knowing that Riri Williams um, in the comics was a uh, mentee of uh, Tony Stark. And so obviously that's going to change a little bit. Um, but I'm really excited to see that idea of using magic versus tech kind of competing with one another because I, I feel like we haven't had something that drastic of a um, battle between like two different kind of competing, not necessarily ideologies, but competing like mediums like that. And mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see how they go because I, I think like when you think of the magic world and how technology operates like technology is very systematic and that it's predictable. Whereas magic, it doesn't really go by the, you know, the laws of nature necessarily. Like they say it does, but not in the same way that um, machinery is because it's a little bit more restricted in that, in that um, sense. And so it'll be interesting to see how they play that out. Um, but I think what would be really interesting here is if they connect it to Tony Stark's um, suits at all, because thinking about it, you know, with Tony Stark gone, it's not like the suits magically went away unless he had did some right. sort of protocol, like when he dies or whatever. But you know that someone's going to try to get their hands on the Iron Man suit and try to use it and everything. So I'm curious to see if somehow like Pepper Potts gets involved and says that, you know, I, I, I've been watching you and I think you'd be the bright person to, you know, continue on with the Iron Man suits or something like that. Um, not that they need to, but it was just kind of thinking about like, you know, what's going on with the Iron Man suits now that Tony Stark is gone. And that might be a nice way to kind of, you know, answer that question if they wanted to. Right. As I, I think a really good, good and interesting way to kind of, uh, we all know that Marvel takes ideas and concepts from the comics, but they, they make it their own story. And one that I think would be 
pretty cool is to see um, kind of a flashback because we know Marvel loves their flashbacks and loves to say like this person was there at this moment. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of pointing my finger at um, Spider-Man uh, Homecoming <laughs> or no, mm -hmm. uh, No Way Home. No, not No Way Home. What's the middle one? Far from home. Far from home. Thank you. When um, <laughs> when we realized that all of uh, Mysterio's like goons or you know people were kind of in the background of everything, and so um, I think it would be really cool to see that uh, that same concept happen. And Riri is a young younger, um, I guess preteen almost, like maybe twelve, thirteen, because she is young in the comics and she's a genius. Um, so make her like 12, 13 years old and her be at that MIT uh, announcement where in civil, I mean, uh, uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the title, uh, Age of Ultron, when he's there and he's like, all of your fundings are, no, that's not Age of Ultron, is it? No, that was Civil, War, Civil War. Civil War. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I know I was on the right track. I knew it. Um, <laughs> but in Civil War, he's like, all your, all your, you know, uh, ideas and stuff, they're all funded. All, everything's a go. It's all green lit. And that could be the, the jumpstart to Riri being like, oh, he just gave me the a right amount of money to start this project. Now I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to make a suit of my own. I think that'd be pretty cool. I don't know if they would do that. Um, yeah. But again, you need some something to introduce these characters to and be, not be like, oh, here's this character. Have fun with it. So mm -hmm. um, I don't know, but I'm, I'm on the same page with you, Stephen. I absolutely love the idea and the concept of magic versus uh, you know, like machinery and tech and stuff like that. I think it's a very, uh, it's going to be tricky in some ways, um, but, it, you know, they both have pros and cons of their own. Um, so to kind of see that play out, it almost sounds like to me, if they're going a this versus that concept is it might have more than one season. Um, that's just me thinking, you know, maybe too, too hard into it. Um, but I don't know. I, I'm excited. Uh, I think you said it best, Stephen, is cautiously excited <laughs> because <laughs> we don't know much about it. But I will say the peach, the pictures that were leaked are they look great. Her suit looks phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, so we will jump into our DC news because, oh, boy. <laughs> Wait, JT, I have one or two more things about oh. Ironheart that I want to get off my chest. OK. Hey, hey. let's hear it. We've already seen magic and tech combine the MCU before. And we saw it in No Way Home. Mm, oh, yeah. Doctor okay. Strange makes that gauntlet for Peter. Yeah. That that tech that he makes for his web shooters and Doctor yeah. Strange's magic, it can create something special. So I'm wondering if maybe, and this could be like a whole cliche, but if there's a bigger villain and Riri has to combine magic with tech, she gets help from somebody. Not mm -hmm. the greatest character in the MCU, Doctor Strange, but somebody else. <laughs> it would have to be someone bigger. Maybe she gets help from the hood, but making some sort of right suit that has magic abilities with it. I think that would be really cool to see. And for another thing, I really want to see more Happy Hogan and um, Rhodey in mm -hmm. this show. I'd love to yeah. see like them talk to her about like, the legacy that Tony Stark left and they could give that whole speech of like, you know, you put the suit on and there's people coming for you because mm -hmm. Tony Stark is everybody's enemy in the MCU. Every right. Spider-Man villain was done dirty by him. He's just, he's got this big name behind him. So if you put that suit on, you know, there's people coming. 
And I think yeah. that would be another cool thing to see. The the idea of, of a Tony Stark Iron Man persona comes with a lot of baggage and it comes with a lot of, uh, you know, people who are after you no matter what. So, mm-hmm. I, no, I, I, that is very true. I didn't really, really think about, you know, Doctor Strange, who's much better than Daredevil, um, kind of <laughs> put his, uh, put their, you know, the magic and the tech together. I didn't really think about that. that that's a good point. Um, but we will move on to the most uh, <laughs> talked about um, God. <laughs> brand that there is right now. And that would be DC. Um, boy, oh boy, uh, did, did DC drop a bombshell last week or maybe two weeks ago saying that Batgirl is no longer going to be uh, released on HBO Max or in theaters and everybody was up in arms about it. Well, uh, a couple of days later, they had their earnings call and we all got to understand what they're doing. And so I will let you all know what they are doing. Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, because if you live under a rock, Discovery and Warner Brothers are combining and making their own one platform. And so Warner Brothers Discovery has a quote unquote 10 year plan for its DC superhero franchise, which is very similar to Disney's strategy with Marvel Studios, confirms the CEO, David, I'm going to butcher this name, uh, Zaslav, Zaslav, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, we're going to call him David Z. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, a 10 year, hmm. I wonder who started the 10 year process. Oh, the <laughs> one and only say Kevin Feige's a blueprint. The blueprint, the blueprint of uh, superhero movies. Kevin Feige uh, himself came up with this 10 year plan. He recently just had a, um, I guess you can call it a vacation, not a vacation, a, a workshop with all of the artists and, and not artists, the directors and writers for the next couple of movies coming out. They all had a workshop somewhere, you know, remote and they all talked about it. And he said, they're going to talk about the next 10 years. He's always this look ahead person. And so it looks like DC wants to, uh, wants to use that as their blueprint, as we mentioned. Um, what do you guys think about this? Honestly, like the, this, I, I, let me start off by saying I like the 10 year idea. I like it because you have a plan in action and you have it in place. I shouldn't say action. You have something in place. You have a groundwork. The only issues is you have to have things go your way. Things have to break in your, you know, in this timeline. So what I mean by breaking, I mean like you have to have actors who are willing to commit to this. You're going to have to have directors who are also top notch and up and coming and, you can't have director's cuts here and there. I'm, I'm throwing DC under the bus here because a lot of them have been, oh, we this person made this movie. They found out it was bad. This person was not a good human being. And then, oh, we're going to put the director's cut, which is essentially the same exact movie. Anyways, I'm going, I'm going on a tent. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going off the, off the rails a little bit. But you have to have things go your way. And I like that they're having a plan. I just don't know how they're going to execute it in 10 years. Well, and, and we didn't know what that plan is. Right. Right. All they said that it's a 10 year plan. And I'll be honest, when I heard that and heard that there's no details, my mind went to that line in uh, big daddy. It says like, what's your 10 year plan? Like don't die because <laughs> like, and because we, we've been kind of pulled along for the ride in terms of this crazy, mess that is the dceu and for years we've been talking about how they just need to reboot and to restart this whole thing and so for them to have their shareholdings call and say that we have a 10-year plan but to not to share anything about that 10-year plan makes me think that they don't really have a plan 
all they really know is that they want to do like some sort of 10 year increment, like what Marvel studios is doing. And if you're saying that Marvel studios is the blueprint they're going to use again, it tells me like, okay, you don't have a plan. You're just saying you have a plan. And I think they want to do some stuff and I'm sure they probably have some things in mind and they just haven't solidified anything. But at the same time, you know, if you're saying you have a 10 year plan, that usually means that you have something in mind and maybe they do, but the fact that they didn't share any details of what that is going to look like or anything. I mean, it doesn't have to be like specific movies or anything like that. It could just be maybe a storyline or something to show that they have something in mind for this would have been reassuring. But right now with everything that's going on and the fact that they didn't give any details isn't reassuring. And they haven't really followed up to say like when they're going to release the details, like at least with Marvel, you know, they release what movies are coming out they don't share the details like what's happening mm -hmm. in the movie but they at least tell you what movies are coming out they haven't even shared anything about what movies they plan on having a 10-year plan like does that mean the batman's going to be part of that does that mean any of these projects is coming up like aquaman 2 and shazam is that part of the 10-year plan or is that come after this like they didn't even they didn't even say like if the flash was going to reboot it with everybody speculating that's what's supposed to happen because of the flashpoint right. story right so hmm. for me it's just not reassuring because all they says they have a 10-year plan but they haven't said anything other than that so we don't even have a start date for this plan like you said right. like like i mean i think the latest the last movie that we're gonna see like for dc or it, the furthest that we know of is shazam fury of the gods and i think that's coming out in like May no no December. it's Aquaman no it's Aquaman Aquaman comes out next May right um, so so it, yeah it d does everything all right our ten years starts after this movie and then boom it, it's a new thing because like but yeah that that's exactly it's it's like saying you have an idea and you don't even <laughs> you don't do anything with it it's just like you 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 say something that the audience is gonna freak out about and then you don't do anything with it because. I don't know, Stephen. What, what do you what do you think about this? I think when it when it comes down to movies, I think DC fans have just been done so dirty. Mm. I think it's I think it, this might be a little rant here. So if anybody is listening at Warner Brothers, um, release Batgirl right away and um, also <laughs> hear some shade. Um, I just think I just think it's a waste of talent when it comes down to all these people that they have, and I think when they when they cut Batgirl, that like that hurt because right. I think when it comes down to these ten year plans or like these ideas of a bigger universe, you have to take risks. And I think Batgirl, I don't even think Batgirl was like necessarily a risk. But when Marvel Studios was making Guardians of the Galaxy, I remember first hearing about that being like, "What is that?" Mm -hmm. And now I love it. And now they're household names. So I think. When it comes down to this ten-year plan, they have to you have to take risks. I think you have to figure out what's going on with Ezra, because that is is Ezra part of your ten-year plan? If you're Warner Brothers Discovery right now, apparently, like, apparently to them, absolutely, one hundred percent. And maybe this is just me, but I think Man of Steel two is a must. I think that's something that not only has like every DCEU fan been waiting for, but Henry Cavill deserves it. Yeah, right. I and think I, I think with just to go off of that real quick, Stephen, no, um, I'll let you, I'll let you finish in a second. But um, the rumors are, and apparently this is you know this is pretty accurate. Uh, DC called and gave him a plan, and he declined it. So wow. if that's 
if that's the case, again, this may all be speculation and not true. I'm just I'm just reporting what I heard. Um, right. If that's the case, that's a big. That, I mean, that that's is huge. Yes, that is huge. Like now, you've got to go out and you've got to find someone who, which they have him in the CW shows. Superman and Lois, just bring him on the big screen. It's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. Um, but yeah, if that's if that is true, then wow. But Stephen, continue, please. Um, I was going to say this morning, there was this, the news that dropped with before the Warner Brothers and Discovery merger, the DCE was actually going to be having its, they're working towards that big theatrical adaptation of the Crisis on Infinite Earth story. Yes, I heard but I read that. But they scrapped that for this 10-year plan. So wow. now you have to sit back and think, is this 10-year plan a buildup for the next plan that they have? And how long, how long are they willing to wait to really kick this up? Because I've heard rumors that, like, some people think that the MCU is slowing down. So, like, is Warner Brothers' Discovery kind of waiting for their time to strike when it comes to a big movie? Or, and like Sean said before, or is there necessarily a plan in place right now? Are they, like, it's almost like, are they waiting for something to happen that's, that's in their, like, the ball's in their court and then they can strike? Like you yeah. said, you know, my thing is, is, Every time DC has a good day or something good happen, doesn't it seem like Marvel always counteracts that with something even better? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. like if you look at SDCC, like DC comes on, you hear all this, all this rumors and all these uh, quote unquote influencers. Uh, if you know, you know. Yep. You got um, false promises. <laughs> yeah, false promises that a certain Henry Cavill will be at SDCC and announce Man of Steel two. That never happened. Then they then they announce, which don't get me wrong, I'm super excited for the Black Adam movie. I, like I am so hyped for that movie. But damn it, if I'm not sick and tired of the Rock saying the hierarchy of the DC has, will be changed forever, I look. I've heard that damn <laughs> saying for the last five years. Like, stop it. I love you. Don't rock bottom me. But like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's you, you, we know the hierarchy will change. We get it. We understand it. Um, but right. then we get another like we get a new trailer to. Uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods, which again looks great. The first Shazam mm-hmm. movie was absolutely amazing, but that was it. Nothing else. You get two. You get you get a a uh, another teaser of a movie that's coming out this this year, and then you get a brand new trailer, which is awesome. I love trailers. They're they're great. Then DC mm-hmm. comes on board and says, "Hey, guess what? <laughs> We're going to announce the next phase." And then the phase after that. So buckle up because here's all the projects that we're going to announce. And everybody was losing their crap and, and just going nuts. And it kind of made DC kind of just pushed under the rug a little bit. Like, I, I don't know. I, I'm a fan of both. I'm obviously, I'm a Marvel stan through and through. One could call me a shill, I guess you can say. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it's very interesting to see that, like, every time DC has a good day, Marvel counteracts that with an even better day. Um, yeah. It's just interesting. But uh, something that I think we all can agree on, um, they did they did Batgirl dirty. We mm, all know that. Yes. It should have been released. But they did something even better, and they ha- canceled Gotham Knights. Thank God <laughs> for that. Praise be, Lord. Praise be. <laughs> because holy hell, that pilot was... Mm. <laughs> that was... Mm, yeah. It, 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 the concept of it was weird. Uh, the the acting was. I'm not trying to bash on any of these actors. I I really am not. It it the writing was not very good. Uh, the actors didn't seem like they knew exactly how to portray this per this certain character. Um, I, I to me it almost sounded like the the daughter of the Joker was kind of like, 
hey, you're the daughter of the Joker. Just go be like her. It's like, what? Wait, what? What? <laughs> so it's like, mm-hmm. you don't really know what's going on. Um, you know, the whole idea that they're looking for Batman's killer. Um, I feel like that was that that needs to be bigger because, hey, Batman's dead. Like that needs to be something that is a universal type thing and not just a CW show or HBO Max show. I I don't know. I never got into it. I never I know a lot of people did not like it after the trailer that dropped and the pilot that dropped. So uh, but again, with all the with all these cuts uh, and cancellations, uh, DC did get it right or Warner Brothers got it right and they canceled Gotham Knights. So. Uh, I don't know if y'all have any thoughts about that. <laughs> we can move on if y'all want. I wasn't gonna watch it. I, I wasn't either. <laughs> I I'll be honest to say I I was I was probably going to give it a shot. Like I I'm the kind of person that example A Morbius right <laughs> cinema <laughs> the greatest movie of all time. It is Thank the great. You. Yeah, what, what are you talking Just, about? More? Even even if I know that like this doesn't even look good, like I'm the type of person to at least give it a try and see what it will be like. And and I agree that the whole concept seems weird. Um, when I was looking into it, I guess Gotham Knights wasn't really a long run, so there wasn't a whole lot of like material with it. But all the characters that they had in this, um, only half of them were really associated with the Gotham Knights from the comics. Um most of the characters were in the comics, but not in this kind of uh, format. And I think the only person that they actually wrote specifically for the show is Bruce Wayne's adopted son that you see that gets accused of mm-hmm. uh, possibly um, murdering Bruce Wayne as well, too. So I, I thought it was like an interesting idea, but it was just kind of all over the place. And I think they're trying to do a hodgepodge of stuff, but Again, it seemed like there wasn't a. I think Gotham Knights was only a run for like two years, so there probably wasn't a whole lot of material to come from, and so they're probably were trying to take something and do something different, almost like Eternals, right? Because Eternals from the comics is very different than what we saw in the movies, and so right. I wonder if that's what they were going with. But I mean, I'll be honest, like I'm not going to lose sleep over this at all either. I, no. I think I think they could probably do Gotham Knights right, and and. Um, do a little bit later. Uh, maybe it's part of their 10 year plan that they're going to release. So, who knows? Lord have my, uh, yeah. Well, uh, they did continue with the hot streak, and apparently, Idris Elba uh, has recently stated that he is in the works with something uh, with DC and Warner Brothers. So, um, hey, that's a good thing. Uh, point point to w you know to warner <laughs> brothers in dc because idris elba as uh blood sport in uh the suicide squad was fantastic and i need more of him so maybe he is in the works with a uh again i'm assuming here um maybe a solo series uh again is he going to be in this 10 year <laughs> like any any yeah. character that we talk about guys is good right, is he part of the 10 year we don't know so <laughs> um yeah i i absolutely love idris elba i think he's a great actor um and if he if we get more Bloodsport in the, the DCEU, I am all for it. What do you guys think? Do, do we know if he's actually being Bloodsport? Because he just said, "Yeah, I was just assuming." I, I, I yeah. mean, that's the only really role that I know him in DC that he has portrayed recently. And right. so if he's if he's working on something with them, that was that's where my initial thought went to. Yeah, probably. I, I think it's odd that. The news said that he's worked with DC on a project, but they didn't confirm like if it's Bloodsport or something. So I'm I'm kind of curious what comes out. But just like what you said, JT, it's 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 he just Elba and he's fantastic. He's um 
it's like anything he touches is going to be really good because mm-hmm. his acting is good. His action is good. Like everything he does is just really well done. So whether he comes back as blood sport or if he comes back as a different character, I think we can all agree that that's probably has the you know recipe for being a good movie because he, he doesn't really do a whole lot of bad projects. So I think if he's on board with it, then it's something that's going to be really good. Right. Steven. Yeah, I agree. I agree with everything you guys said. I really like Idris Elba and Suicide Squad. I'm really glad the rumors weren't true that he was going to be, uh, they were going to recast Will Smith's dead shot for him. Mm. Uh, Cause him kind of getting his own glory and his own character to write the story for is really, really cool. And I thought he stole the show along with John Cena in that movie. So, Oh, they were so great with each other. Yeah, their chemistry is unmatched in that movie. Yeah, I would love. I would love to see him like make his DCEU return, like in Peacemaker season two. Like, I would. That would be awesome. (laughs) I would love to see. I really think they could do a really good buddy cop movie. Like, yeah, they hate each other. They do not like each other whatsoever. Maybe they want to kill each other too. But I think that would be such like a fun James Gunn project. And I think for your ten year plan. If this is the end for Guardians and the MCU and all this, I think DC better make a run on that and get James Gunn as their guy for the future because he killed it. They yeah. the DC and Marvel just need to make a trade with one another and say, Marvel, we'll send you Henry Cavill if you trade us James Gunn. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's kind of a fair trade-off. That's honestly. fair. Um, we won't waste Henry Cavill like DC has. It, very true. Um, but... With all the glory that DC has just gotten from us three, um, it gets shat on immediately because Ezra Miller is back in the news. Everyone, he is That's back at it. it. He is back at it again, and oh boy, guys, look, I it takes it takes a lot for me to say like someone really needs help, and 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 like let's not look at all the negative and let's look at making this person a better person, get this person the help that they need. And right now, this is what Ezra Miller needs. Mm -hmm. Like give this person all the help that they can get because he has been charged. He's been arrested. He's been accused. He's been like every single thing that you can name with the authorities, Ezra Miller has been a part of. And the fact that DC went out of their way to say that the movie is absolutely 100% (laughs) happening yeah, I'm I'm like I'm I'm at a loss for words. Like, how do you do that? Like, how? Like, you, you the recent news for those who are who are curious. Um, apparently, there is a mother and y'all y'all and you know Sean Stephen. Let me know if I get this uh, information incorrect. But uh, a mother and a and a child are missing. Um, and the last place that they were seen was at Ezra Miller's like location or his farm or something like that. Three children. Um, okay. Wow. So we'll, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> even better, right? Yeah. Exactly. Um. So yeah, it's 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 a lot to take in, and, and it, it's very sad to see that this is happening. Um. And I think it's it's worse to see that DC is still behind him as or they um as a uh, as an actor going moving forward. Like. I, I don't know. I'm not seeing the movie. Like I've made that decision Mm -hmm. a long time ago. I don't care how well it does. And I don't care how like DC's already losing fans over this. Like there is so many people who are signing petitions and, you know, 
you know, tweeting out their opinions and stuff like that. And, and don't get me wrong. DC is a huge, you know, fandom and a, in a huge, you know, idea that they really don't care what us fans think. Yes. They want to make us happy, but when it comes down to it, like if we voice our opinion, they're gonna be like, well, we're the ones making it. So y'all aren't that that's yeah. kind of how I feel with, with how it's going with, with Ezra Miller and the flash movie and everything, because I mean, after the first one, it's like, okay, people have gotten arrested while they're doing movies all the time. Like it happens. For example, Anthony Starr got arrested while shooting the boys season three. Like mm-hmm. it happens. And then he gets out of jail on bond or whatever. And you don't hear anything about him. Okay. Ezra Miller gets arrested. Cool. Two weeks later, he gets arrested again. Two weeks later after that, he is spotted <laughs> on camera with the kid basically saying, I only give you two options. Either you leave or I knock you out. And the kid's like, huh? What? <laughs> like the kid has no idea what to do. And then yeah. two weeks later after that, like it's it's just an ongoing thing. And my question to you guys is like. Why? What, <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if we'll ever get that answer, but like what what's the next step? What needs to happen to to stop all this um well to stop all of it i mean i don't know here's what's really interesting is vermont served him a um a notice for like burglary or whatever so it's like it seems like they know where he is i don't know why there aren't like arresting him or bringing him in for charges and stuff like that i'm not even Mm -hmm. sure but it's it what's fascinating is um some of the discussion I've been seeing where people said that, you know, they're going to release is because of um, money. And I'm just, I just don't know how at this point with all the backlash with Ezra Miller, that they're going to see any of that money come to fruition. Like there will be people that watch it. Yes. And and I get that, but they're, they're missing out on a bunch of money now because of their decision to double down I'm releasing the flash, you know, regardless of what's been happening with Ezra. And I can't even remember an actor that's had this much controversy over um, what they've been doing off screen and everything. You know, I, I mean, that's why I think um, the latest fantastic beast movie, they wrote his character the way they did. Cause I think they saw the writing on the wall, which again is a Warner brothers movie. So that was interesting. Right. right? Um, and I know that they've said that after the flash, um, Ezra Miller is not going to be in the DCU anymore. Yeah. So basically what I was saying is, you know, I, I shared this with, with both of you about this, that um, I think even if they were to maybe come out and say, you know, in the flash movie, you'll definitely see a resolution that, you know, Ezra Miller's flash is not coming back and they're like killing him off or something like that. Like something along those lines, mm-hmm. I don't think we'll do it any, um harm but i don't think it's going to do any good at the same time but i think it will be a little bit more palpable than you know to just ignore all these facts and just say we're doing it we're doing it we're doing it you know so it's it's just it's a weird thing for them to um to double down on and i i just i don't know what they're thinking it it, it's like this 10-year plan you know it's like no one knows what they're thinking and and hopefully in the next few years all clear up but especially with everything that's going on with Ezra Miller and the flash that one, I will just never understand like, you know, years from now, why they're doing what they're doing. And and you can say it's, it's money all day long, but you can't tell me that, you know, th- I feel like, and, and you all have talked about this. I feel like they're going to be losing more money in the long run. If they think bigger picture of like, because we're doing this, 
we're losing more and more people that will probably not come see our stuff because of this, because of the stance that we're taking. And so it's like, you know, yeah, it's, it's a lot of money to drop now, but if you're really rebuilding the DC uh, EU and you're going to come up with this 10 year plan, that's supposed to be glorious and supposed to be like Marvel, then dropping that right now is, you know, is a small price to pay for trying to keep people in the fandom and come back and see your movies. But it's just, it's been a misstep for a lot of reasons. So. Exactly. Steven, would you, do you have any, any thoughts? I just think it's, I think it's horrible the way that Warner Brothers Discovery is handling this situation. I'm with you, JTM. I wasn't going to see this movie after the first thing happened. And now it's just, it's, it's almost repeated behavior. It's exactly repeated behavior. And I don't know if Ezra is looking or seeking help. I doubt it. But maybe Ezra is going on this tangent of behavior because they know they're not gonna be doing anything like this ever again maybe Mm -hmm. they know their career is done and they're like you know what screw it i'm just gonna do whatever i want right let's just let's just go out like and it's it's scary yeah i'm i'm kind of nervous almost to see if they have a uh like a premiere like red carpet type like opening for this movie um i don't think you can do it i, I don't think you can because Ezra's I, there all the questions are going to be about his actions i, I think you, i think you just drop the movie I, I i don't think you hold one of those i i, I think that uh, you know at this point you just you just got to say all right it's out there like it, it doesn't remind me of this but it all it kind of reminds me of it um when new mutants was going through their delay 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 the only issue that that they had was yes, it got hit with like a bajillion delays, but another issue is it was in their contract written with, you know, Fox and, you know, Marvel or whatever. It, they, they said that it had to have a theatrical release. Like they could not put it straight on streaming. And Mm. that was the issue because that was also right when the pandemic was happening. So as soon as restrictions got lifted just a little bit, they released the movie, if y'all remember. Like, they released it and then didn't say much about it. And even though it's not a great movie, it still got its just due because people did go out, and that was one of the first movies that people went and saw because, oh, we finally get to go see, you know, movies in theaters and we don't have to sit here at our house and and anything and blah, 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 blah. blah. And so it kind of reminds me of, like, I think there would be better off, honestly, DC and Warner Brothers Discovery, they would be better off with just dropping it on HBO Max and calling it a day. And just closing the door on that chapter. And then just, if you lose money, you lose money. And if you don't, well, you, you could probably do something with HBO or, or wherever Batgirl. you're going to drop it. Yeah, I mean, whatever mm-hmm. what, whatever you're going to do, you can almost just say like, hey, whatever, we'll drop it. Like, we'll drop it on this date. And from and from this date on until like, like 80 days, 90 days after, whatever subscriptions y'all get, we'll just get that money. Like, and by all means, just, just make that agreement. Like, I don't know. I, I, I just, I just can't see them doing this, doing, going all out for this movie after everything that's happened. You just can't. No. And I hope they don't. I hope Warner Brothers knows that it's not a good thing to go all out. I feel like right now, Warner Brothers, at least for me, they, they don't know what side of the pool they want to jump in. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's very obnoxious because i feel like every fan of dc is looking at them like are you crazy just 
don't do don't release the movie. Right. But they want to they want to cancel Batgirl for a ride. I bet, and I said this a hundred times. I'll say it a hundred times more. Batgirl would have easily made budget back and a little bit more. Flash, right, yeah. I don't even know if it's going to break even now. Yeah. Right. I mean, granted, there are still those like diehard fans that are going to go see it because that's what they are and stuff. Mm-hmm. But besides, I mean, it, it, it's funny too because I can see them being like, oh, the fans aren't going to care about Batgirl. She's not this big old important character. But the Flash, he, however, is the is super important. So let's just let's keep this one and not keep this one. And the fans are like, no, screw you. Uh, <laughs> release this one and don't release this one. Like it's almost their ideas are flipped or their thoughts are flipped on what movie would do the best. And yeah, sometimes you just got to listen to your fans. <laughs> it you comes know, down to and, it. And, and honestly, like if they just spent. I feel like if they spent a little bit more money and, and you know, I'm saying this as somebody, do, I don't know how the industry works necessarily, but like if they could deep fake somebody else's face on Ezra Miller, even <laughs> though it's going to cost more money, I feel like at that point they would get a lot more money coming in because then a lot more people would be willing to see it because it's not Ezra Miller anymore. You know, right. give him a Luke Skywalker treatment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, or just, or just uh, leak the first five minutes where you kill him off and then that's yeah. it. <laughs> and then and then and then just say, hey, you never know what's gonna happen the rest of the movie. Y'all might want to come in, come back and see. Like I, I don't know, uh, mm-hmm. but I think we're I think we're all under agreement, and I think a lot of people are that this movie needs to be canceled, <laughs> like yep. like a hundred percent. But we are going to move into some Star Wars news because Stephen, you know, he brought it to our attention uh, that there is some uh, dates that were released just recently. Stephen, would you like to uh, tell those to us? Yeah. So. Star Wars Twitter just announced today some of the dates for the Andor series coming out, which I was cautiously excited for. But after watching the trailer and seeing it, seeing stuff about it, I am so hyped for this show. And uh, so it's going to be 12 episodes, and the first three episodes are all dropping on September 21st. So that's going to be content galore. Love that. Absolutely love that. And it's going to be going all the way from September 21st to November 23rd. Nice. Almost. A, yeah. Wow. Okay. That's, and it's, there's 12 episodes, correct? Mm-hmm. Awesome. That see, yeah. The, uh, Star Wars is absolutely killing it in their content department right now. Uh, with, with Obi-Wan, Book of Boba, Mandalorian, like they, they've, they've done really well, uh, recently. And I, I absolutely Love what they're doing. Uh, Andor looks like a fun spy thriller uh, type movie, and yeah, I'm I'm all I'm all here for it. Me too. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's it. Um, to it seems like we have a very unfortunate uh, night of news, but it, you know, it, we were giving you know that this is what they the world gave us. Um, unfortunately. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns has been officially delayed to 2023. I do believe when it was firstly uh, f- officially announced uh, a couple of months ago, maybe years ago. I don't. I don't. I don't know my dates. <laughs> um, it was already supposed to come out. Like this. This. This game was supposed to be out already, or at least very, very soon to be released. Um, but they pushed it back, and then they now have officially said they're pushing it back once again to. Uh, Sometime in 2023, they didn't give us a, a kind of a pinpoint date. Um, but were, were y'all going to play this game? Honestly, 
I I was probably going to wait until I see some of the um play vi- playthrough videos because we haven't even, I don't think we even got a trailer for this like not even a Wolverine type of trailer where you saw something of it right like Wolverine was only like what 30 seconds but you saw something I don't think we saw anything with Midnight Suns other than the poster and I think there was a gameplay reveal yeah there was, was a, there? yeah it was a it was kind of like a what is this game about type video yeah so you actually saw the game or did they just talk mm-hmm. about oh uh, I, yeah. I have not seen it. So I it's I, essentially it's essentially like my character would walk up to your character and then I would have options and then I would press like option A to team up with this character and then I would go to a bad guy and it'd be like what option it's very optional based uh game. Right. Um kind of like people, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, but no like like the action is very is also very like option based it's, it's you're basically a weird... not fighting anybody right right you're basically you're you're not doing the fighting you're choosing what move to do kind of like pokemon in, in, in a way mm-hmm. uh you choose thunderbolt they do thunderbolt you you don't do it on your own you're choosing it for them okay. um so again I, I i'm right there with you sean i was gonna wait until i see gameplay on youtube or you know someone streaming it and i would i would make my decision there um but that's just another game that we can't play together guys isn't that sad oh no <laughs> that's so sad i know i had i had midnight suns uh pre-ordered wow did you uh, get your money yeah. back or do you still have oh, it i'm gonna go get my money back oh okay good but i had it pre-ordered just because they were gonna give um an exclusive midnight suns iron man pop Ooh, mm. that's Ooh. the only reason i pre-ordered this game i was literally gonna <laughs> get it and take the pop home return the game and just keep the pop that's what i was gonna do i'm mm-hmm. sure someone else uh that you know very well was, was probably gonna get the same pop but anyways um probably. we will probably copying me we no, yeah. uh, <laughs> some, some would say it would be the quite opposite um but we are going to move on to our other bit of news um gentlemen have you two seen bullet train yet no no it is fantastic i have seen it i love it it's great um action-packed very, very much a uh, story that had a lot of um, connectivity, um, and I love the idea of this theme. And I'll and I'll go on to our next bit of the theme of this of this movie was essentially fate and luck are both one and the same, but if it's good luck or bad luck depends on what your fate is. Absolutely love that mm. concept. It is it is amazing. It the the movie was great. The cast, oh my god, the cast. Look, if Aaron Taylor Johnson plays the same type of role that he plays in this movie for Craven, I'm hooked. <laughs> I am hooked. I'm hooked 100. Um, percent Craven, pet detective. <laughs> Craven, Peta. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, we have some Warner Brothers Discovery news. Also, um, they has now stated that kids and animation content will be seeing a broad range of cuts across the streaming and linear platforms. And I swear to God, if they do anything <laughs> to my Harley Quinn show that I am now in love with, I will do. I will. I will write them a very strongly hated letter. <laughs> I think that's like the one show that they've confirmed that is still happening. That and uh, Peacemaker from the DC side. So good, good. So, Just, yeah, so that's I, all I'm in. I, that's all I want. The 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 thing I want clarification on when they made those news is like, does that mean that they're going to be getting rid of existing shows? Like, so like, for example, Batman, the animated series, like yes. are those on the chopping block? See that, that doesn't make sense. Like they own 
DC, why would they get rid of like shows that's already been completed and just remove it from the streaming platform? You exactly. Know? It's like it's like it's uh, if Marvel and and Disney like cut their ties and all of all, all of the Marvel movies just kind of up and left like Disney Plus. Like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. It's already there. Right. Just keep it. Like I I don't know it, the the whole uh, you know call the, the annual call that they had the earnings call was very. I think people were still on the edge and still furious about the Batgirl news. And they, mm-hmm. they alluded to it a little bit and told us why they were doing it for the, you know, the tax write-off or whatever. And then they kind of went into like, okay, that's cool. But next we're going to tell you what we're going to do with discovery. And everybody was like, Oh no, this is dumb. Like, it, like people were still pissed off, like from the news that recently happened. So I, I don't know mm-hmm. if this news was just like an added layer onto the already upset emotions that people were going through. Um, but HBO did confirm that they have they have ordered a comedy pilot about the making of a superhero movie from Veep creator Armando Inusi and in uh, anyways um, titled <laughs> The Franchise. It follows a it follows a hopeful crew trapped inside the dysfunctional, nonsensical, joyous hellscape of franchise superhero movie making. Sam Mendez will direct. Um does anyone want to say like this reminds them of the boys, but like not as good? Yeah. Like I, I don't know what to. When they announced that, I was like, just just say that you're doing a a a com- like a um, you know, a goof on superheroes. Like just say that. Yeah. I I don't know. I again, it, it they're gonna do a pilot episode or a pilot whatever. Um, I, I don't I don't know about this. Uh, we'll see it when the trailers drop. Um. But our very last bit of news, um, we finally have uh, a confirmed date for one of the best trilogies and the best uh, video game movies out there. Sonic the Hedgehog 3 will be released on December 20th, 2024, the same date as Avatar in in Avatar 3, (laughs) I believe. And I swear to God, if anybody goes see Avatar over this movie you have your cinemas <laughs> completely mixed up. You probably brought, bought the wrong ticket. It's okay. Just you can go see Ask Avatar. Like, yeah, just just go trade in your tickets because Sonic Three is going to destroy Avatar Three in the movie theaters. I don't care what you say about it. Um, but I heard a rumor today, guys, that one and only Christian Bale will be voicing Shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, if this is true. I love that. <laughs> that sounds phenomenal. Yeah. This makes Go me want to want to like see if I can play some Sonic games on PlayStation or something somewhere, you know. You yeah, I had I had that same exact thought when I saw like I watched Sonic 1 when it first came out, you know, a long time ago. Then I rewatched it before the second one came out. Fell back in love with it. Sonic 2 just blew me out of the water because it was great. And mm-hmm. then then right after that, I was like, oh, I want to see like how many games there are on like the PlayStation Network or where I can get these games at. And yeah, Steven's right. You can go in, uh, and get them. Um, I just never did. Uh, right. But yeah, we, we finally have some Sonic 3 news. Um, I absolutely cannot wait for that. Um, do y'all have any thoughts on that? If it's anything like Sonic 2, it's going to do really well. I, I, I thought Sonic 2 was a great movie. I thought... Jim Carrey did a great job in that role. And so I'm hoping that they're able to bring him back um, because Jim Carrey said something along the lines of how he might be 
done um right. unless they get a script that he thinks would, would be good and all that and, and i can imagine you know they they're not going to be able to get him but you never know so i i'm looking forward to being able to see sonic 3 i think it'll be a really good movie steven i haven't finished sonic 2 so far i've oh. seen avatar 3 oh my God. <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> Can I can I can I say that um, when I saw Bullet Train in theaters, I took my uh, mandatory bathroom break during the preview of Avatar Two. Um, <laughs> you know, like I just look. If there was ever a movie that I've tried to watch multiple times and have either fallen asleep or just you know, like picked up my phone and just like looked at a tweet or something and then just on, just started scrolling and forgot about the movie that was on. Uh, it would be Avatar, the first one, because I just, it did not catch my, catch my eye. And it was, to me, it was not a good movie. And I, I yeah, I'm not, I don't I'm remember not, what happened in the first one. Exactly. I couldn't tell you. Exactly. <laughs> and someone James Cameron... put a gun to my head and said, tell me what happens <laughs> in Avatar. I'd be like, I hope you got a bunch of ammo in that gun because you're going to have to shoot me. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you a thing. I can't tell you names. I just know nope. they're blue people and that the effects at the time were groundbreaking, like 3D cameras and like, yeah, genius technology was made, you know, in development with that movie. So I give it props for that. But yeah. Yeah, I, I can't. Um, yeah. I liked Avatar. I thought it was really well done. So I'm all I'm, right. Well, we're going to end this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole reason why I said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always have to be different. Okay. We, we understand. <laughs> um, but uh, honestly, guys, Sean, Stephen, I really appreciate you guys uh, hopping on. Um, y'all have been awesome guests, and uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, for one, one last time, let us know where everyone can follow you guys at um, because. You know, spoiler alert, they are great people um, and uh, people who I have grown, you know, to absolutely love and call my friends. So um, y'all get, you know, give out your socials and th this is your time to plug in your stuff. Yeah, if you go to uh, the capsinlife.com and capsinlife is spelled C-A-P-T-I-O-N-E-D. Um, so if you go to capsinlife.com, you'll see all of our podcast episodes there we're on most of the major podcast platforms if not all of it there might be you know one or two that's out there that we're not on but we're trying to put ourselves on all the podcast platforms and all of our social media is there as well all the it's under the username caps and life and steven and for me if you just go to my twitter at strange sjp i have a link in my bio that connects all of my social media platforms together so just at a simple click you can find me pretty much everywhere so um, hope to see you there. Absolutely. And guys, we appreciate you coming out for another episode of East Coast Avengers. Catch us next week while we talk about more news and notes from the Nerdverse. Uh, that will do it from us, and we appreciate it. And thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week.